Hi there, and welcome to There's No Place Like Hallmark for the Holidays. I'm Lydia McMillan, and I'm so happy you're here. This week, our conversation is all about Christmas at Dollywood, starring Danica McKellar, Niall Matter, and Dolly Parton. And this week's podcast is starring my friend, Jonathan Howe. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit hey, about Lydia. yourself. Hey, Lydia. Hey, it's so good to be on here. I, I absolutely love your podcasts and especially this one. And I have listened to every one of them because it's weird. I know it's kind of weird. Middle-aged man who actually <laughs> doesn't mind watching Hallmark movies with his wife. So, you know, that that's that's kind of where I am. That That's a decent enough introduction. I also do a few things in the Southern Baptist Convention during the day. But that's that's kind of the day job. But at this time of year, it's Hallmark almost every night because that's what Beth loves to watch. That is fantastic. Well, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Uh, as you know, we kind of start off with the synopsis of the story coming from HallmarkChannel.com. I do not write this. This is not my own words. Um, so go to HallmarkChannel.com. You sure do defend that a lot. You're like, <laughs> I didn't like I've noticed that in everyone. You're like, Please be clear. Do not come at me for Someone's the. Someone's going to be synopsis. like, "You're stealing their words." I'm like, "No, not me. I'm just reading what I'm reading what I put out there." All right. So it says, "When a New York City event planner turns to Tennessee to plan the Christmas celebration at Dollywood, she's paired with the head of operation who thinks he can handle the party just fine on his own." And that's all we have. One sentence. Some of these are so lengthy that give like the entire plot, all the twists and turn. This like gives us nothing. So yeah. here we are. What'd you think? Right out of the All right. Day. So I'm gonna I'll just start with the hottest take that I've got. Maybe well, the second maybe the second hottest take that I've got here, because I've right. got another one for later. This is not a Christmas movie. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. It, it's a movie set at Christmas. It's kind of like you could have the same argument about this movie that you could have with Die Hard, where it's mm. a movie that is set at Christmas, but it's not a Christmas movie. This is really a romantic comedy that you could you could take this plot, drop it any time of the year, and the movie still works. It, it doesn't revolve around Christmas. I, Thanksgiving well, I mean, at Dollywood. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about the, the at Dollywood part, but I'm saying like the whole premise of the movie it's not Christmas. It, it has yeah. literally nothing to do with Christmas other than that's when the movie is set. That's true. That's so very, I, true. I will, very true. I mean, I, I, maybe that's a hot take. Maybe it's not, but it's kind of like Die Hard and you can have the argument of whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. I think Die Hard kind of is a Christmas movie because it's set at Christmas. So same with this. So I can allow this to be a Christmas movie, but really the movie, it has nothing to do with Christmas. That's very true. There's very true. Other, it uses that there's as a not plot a lot device. of other things. Yes, yeah. exactly. There's not a lot of other things that would cause them to like celebratory things that are yeah. like, oh, and I got to go to this Christmas party or I got to do this. I mean, well, like, I mean, they do some of that. They do those Christmassy things because, you know, it takes her to the the, um, the well, they bake the Yule log and bake is a, right, uh, a relative right. term on uh, his Yule yes. log. Because Wow, that was bad. Um, <laughs> and then. You know, they do the, uh, the the Christmas on the square thing. You know, they're out right, and about. Right. But I mean, you could have taken any of those events, put them in any other time of the year and still done the same thing. Had the yes, same movie. Exactly. Could exactly. have been Halloween at Dollywood. Yeah. Probably I know we romantic. get the... the <laughs> I know we give the score at the end, but I would say Five Star Christmas, as you guys know, is my favorite. This is not my favorite. I was kind of like, oh, man, really? This is the one you're going to feature Dolly? it's not a Christmas in? movie. It's not uh, a Christmas movie. It was it was a commercial for Dollywood. 
It's true. A very long commercial for Dollywood. And a, and a good one. I mean, for, yeah. for Dollywood, yeah. at least. It makes you want to go to yeah. Dollywood and see it at Christmas. But, eh. Yeah, exactly. So first one out of the gate, rocking around the Christmas tree. What are your thoughts on the Christmas decor, costumes, fake snow, etc.? Okay, so the Christmas decor at her parents' house in the movie. Oh, my word. Like, <laughs> it, it makes Chevy Chase and, uh, and, you know, Christmas vacation look like peasant. I mean, it yes. is just over the absolute top. And they even reference it and mock it kind of in the movie and, and everything. And, you know, there's a whole purpose because they're having some kind of open house. I don't understand. And what's odd to me is the guy in the movie, apparently, you know, the, the family is it's this famous thing they have this open house and like he has no idea who she is or anything and he's been there forever and they've done this thing and this is big tradition yep. that everybody in the town comes to but the guy in the movie has you know nile i can't even think of his commercial or his uh i'm sorry his um his name in the movie um but L luke luke okay thank you mm. um he he just he has no idea about all this stuff and i'm like how in the world if it's such a big mm -hmm. deal and you've been around here forever, because he's worked at the park forever. Yeah. It just, he's like it was best weird. friends with Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. Knocked her over on his job interview. <laughs> but has no idea who this family is. It has apparently this massive open house every year that everybody comes to see. And it's decorated like Sugar Plum Fairy's house or something like that. I mean, it's. Yeah. And the, it's insane. The dad is like untangling lights. And I'm like, sir. If you've been doing this for years and decorating your house as such, surely you have like some, sort you have of a system. system. Yeah, yeah. You, and you, you had all this up before something. Thanksgiving. You're not doing this in the middle, you know, six days before <laughs> Christmas or whenever it is. Maybe there was a discount at the local Walmart where he found some strings and was like, Oh, I got to get this. Got to add yeah. to my collection. One more little strand <laughs> that he needed. All right. So <laughs> I know this is something that, that we find funny here in Tennessee, but, the snow all over the place? No. So much snow. No. So much snow. And and I've seen, I've been in Pigeon Forge when it snowed and, and mm -hmm. seen snow in Pigeon Forge. And, and same thing in Nashville. When it snows, it ain't white. Yeah. It, it turns dark and gray and nasty in a hurry. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, that, it's just one of those things. It's like it made it look good for the for the movie and and so many Christmas trees on the side of the streets and everything. I mean, there is so much Christmas decoration in this movie that it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, it, it as far as like, you know, Christmas cheer and decor, it's through the roof. It's so over the yes. top that they kind of yes. mock it in the movie. Not a Christmas movie. Well, you know what? We're going to throw even more Christmas trees at yeah. you. Here's another strand of garland. Yeah. Yeah, that Christmas tree sweater segment, the like, oh, we've got 12 sweaters and we need them to wear them. Let's roll the tape. And then they're just trying on different trying Christmas on. sweaters at that one point. I was like, oh, this was really forced. Somebody yes. was like, we have too many sweaters. Oh, let's just put a segment together. Yeah. Oh, we need to make it more Christmassy. Or honestly, that feels like <laughs> one of those where it's like, hey, the uh, the script came in about 20 minutes short. We got to fill this up with some <laughs> some montage stuff. Uh, yes. let's just throw this in there. How about that? Yeah. What screams Christmas? Dual log. Check. Christmas trees. Check. Oh, what about the sweaters? Got to get them in. Yeah. I mean, there were three or four parts in the movie. Honestly, you take out the yep. movie doesn't change. It was just, it was filler. Well, I mean, welcome to Hallmark Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair. <laughs> watch the They're, beginning. They used the everything end. as plot devices instead of actual plot. 
Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't know if this is the time for this. I mean, tis the season. It's always going to be the time. Rachel slash I'd like to call her Winnie. She majored in the literature. Yeah. What did you yeah. want to be when you grew up? Oh, well, I majored in sports administration. So really using that now. Oh, uh, there you go. Well, I mean, I graduated degree honestly, in theater, so. I well, I mean, but, but I mean, here you are on podcast. Honestly, though, <laughs> I, I use a lot of what I learned in, in college because I, I, I did. It was really marketing communications and broadcast in a sports environment. Just take out the sports environment, throw the church on top of it. That's what I do yeah. today. So yeah. honestly, it, uh, a lot of the, the tools and tactics of what I do on a day-to-day basis are the same. It's just in a religious context instead of an athletic context. I thought it was real interesting though, like her with her background in literature and then now party planner, there, there's not a lot of similarities in those worlds. When I was in kindergarten though, I really wanted to be a nurse. And I discovered that you had to draw blood as a nurse and I didn't <laughs> like that. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I can act like I'm a nurse, so I don't have to do the things, but I can act like it. And that's when I discovered my love of acting is so I wouldn't have to do the actual task. I can just act like it. Yeah. Well, kind of going back to the topic here, though, I, I got a couple more notes. I got a lot of notes. The uniforms of the park workers. Mm. Like you couldn't have just like asked Dollywood for a few uniforms to put people in. So they actually look like they work there. I mean, they're, they're right, right. stuff that you just wear kind of on the street and I, I've got a, <laughs> the biggest, I'll get to that later. The biggest issue I've got with this movie that triggered me the oh, first gosh. time. It wasn't as bad on the rewatch, but it wasn't, it wasn't too bad on the rewatch, but the first <laughs> well, time you, I watched it, I was furious. You told me you have season tickets, right? To oh, Dollywood. Yeah. yeah. We have season passes. We go all the time. We've been a what dozen do they times wear? What do time. the workers wear? Well, they they have kind of periodic costumes. Um, it's it's oh. more 1880s type stuff. And in the Christmas time of year, it's it's Christmassy 1880s. So a lot of mm. pinstripe type flannel stuff and overalls, yeah, whatever. And yeah. they're you know, a lot of them are if they're working rides, it's based on their section of the of the park plus the ride theme. So there's a yeah. lot of that too. Yeah. But the, the general you, workers, they they have like uniforms. You've been at Christmas time though. Like, yes. does it look that decked out like it was um, in the film? Kind of. I mean, Dollywood, you didn't get a lot of shots of actual Dollywood. They look like they filmed mainly on Show Street, which will, you know, it is kind of a big part of it that, that right there at the beginning of the front is Show mm-hmm. Street. And then over by the Christmas tree, that was all legit. That, that was actual, like you can tell they went in there because they, they flip over to Christmas around November the 1st. And they're closed yeah. usually on Mondays, Tuesdays, throughout November, December, and uh, oh. maybe one other day during the week. So you can tell they kind of went in, and those probably were shot. Because I'm, I'm guessing when this came out, it probably came out in December. They probably shot that right at the beginning of the Christmas season mm-hmm. in, in all, mm-hmm. some of those quiet days and you know had extras come in and everything. But, I mean, that that's the shots of actual Dollywood are legit. Yeah. But the, the biggest issue I've got with you know kind of talking about the christmas part or the 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 decor yes. people don't dress like that at dollywood like mm. the actual people in the background that's what like bothered me the most because people are walking around like it's fifth avenue in new york and i'm like dude at dollywood it's it's like redneck disney world man it it <laughs> is not people in leather gloves and pea coats and you know camel hair top coats and, and all that yeah. and scarves and everything. No, man, they're in like, you know, 
Tennessee jerseys and these big puffy thing, you know, the big puffy coats you buy at Sam's and oh, camo. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's yep. what you see at Dollywood, but that doesn't yes. look good on Hallmark, I guess. But I mean, that, that absolutely just drove me bananas the first time. Cause I'm like, nobody dresses like this at Dollywood. No. Nobody. No. I mean, this is like fifth Avenue in New York and, and no, it's well, it looks so put together and so nice, but then you forget, like there's actual rides. Like there are, there's, places to eat and there's rides to ride and there's yeah. a lot of young children and it's loud and it's yeah. crazy. There weren't nearly enough children or strollers because I mean, if you, yes. if you go to Dollywood and don't get run into the back of your legs by a stroller, you haven't lived. I mean, like, and there weren't <laughs> enough people on those little motorized scooters either. Cause those jokers are. Everywhere. Yes. What is your favorite ride at Dollywood? Oh, wow. Um, probably, I mean, wild Eagle is the best ride. There's no doubt about it. What is that it's, one? I don't it's think it's a big steel roller coaster. It's got a 220 foot drop. Um, and it's it's kind of like you're dangling, you know, it, it, the, the harness is above you and yes. you're kind of sitting there and you're dangling. So it's kind of like you're flying. It's it's a really, really smooth ride, a few loops and everything. My favorite mm -hmm. ride though is uh Thunderhead because it's an old wooden roller coaster. It's like the first yes. one in the park on the left. And it yep. just bangs you up and it's so intense and it just doesn't stop. It's great. I love oh, wooden geez. roller coasters. My back does not love wooden roller coasters, but I do. Um, That's but hilarious. Wild Eagle is the most, it's the best ride, but my favorite is, is Thunderhead. Have you done Blazing Fury? Yes, of course. Blazing Fury is a copy of Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City, which is my favorite theme park in the world. And uh, Blazing Didn't Fury I used to is, do water in it? Uh, yeah, there was water at the end on the last drop and it would splash up. Okay, because so, I yes. remember riding it when it had water. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't it, know that it was a, a coaster. I thought it was one of those ride alongs where you just hear the story and it's oh so Like cute. Peter Pan or something or yes, Small World. Yes, yes. And so my mom and I were like, we're in line and the people in front of us are soaked. And we're like, oh no, we didn't. We just thought this was a cutesy ride. No. And then we get on and we like thought we were going to die. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it's, it's like the, the first roller coaster you go on as a kid with your parents. And like, it's yes. it, honestly, it's, I, it has a place in my heart because like that, the ride at, at silver dollar city fire in the hole is uh -huh. the first roller coaster I went on with my dad. So Aww, it's so always going to be, it's always going to be a little sentimental. We go there, yes. you know, and, and blazing Fury is like that for me and my kids. It's the first one I took Micah on first one I took Avery on. Um, cause mm. it's just, it's just a dinky little, you know, roller coaster ish type ride well, so, without knowing and anticipating what's going to happen next. It is quite terrifying. <laughs> All right. The next segment is, do you hear what I hear the worst or maybe best quotes of the movie? Do you got anything? Okay. Here's the, uh, the, the hottest take that I've got. Oh, gosh. The worst lines in the movie were Dolly's lines. Oh, you said it. It's true. It's true. They gave her the worst lines. <laughs> I'm, I mean, the, the, especially he's up on Glacier Ridge. So you better go tell him on the mountain <laughs> and whatever. And she's talking to, to Danica McKellar. At the, I'm like, no, that's terrible. That is awful. Why that would you do that to her? Line ever. They gave Dolly the worst lines in the whole movie. And like, it's, it's, she's like the centerpiece, what everybody's wanting to see. And you yeah. literally gave her the worst, worst <laughs> lines in the movie. But there are some so great true. ones. Um, what's more special than Christmas in the Smokies? I, I, I mm. mean, it's just that's a that's a great little line. Christmas in Tennessee. That does sound nice. Um, there are other parks 
but Dollywood is home for me. Um, it, it just, just some good stuff there. So, um, yeah. don't yeah. get busy. Oh, this is, I thought this was a great one. I, I, I think she quoted somebody else in this one. I couldn't remember who, who she quoted, but don't get uh-huh. so busy making a living. You forget to make a life. I think that was a oh. Dolly Parton, uh, line from like nine to five or something like that. Don't get so oh. busy making a living. You forget to make a life. And I was that's like, a oh, that's one. a really good line. There's so, I mean, there are yeah. some good lines in there. All the, the bad ones I gave to Dolly though. <laughs> Yes. Um, I don't know who says it, but somebody says, now, what if, um, what if now is your opportunity? And I really thought it would be a great moment for them to start playing. This is your time by Michael W. Smith, but they did not go that direction. You mentioned something about luck. There wasn't a lot of music in the movie. There was not. There was only like one or two songs and the song that they did use, I thought was really good. I mean, they, they used, um, I wrote it down here and I'm trying to find it. Um, Hard Candy Christmas. Oh yeah. They used that in the, in the movie. And I thought that was a really good touch. Cause it was, it's kind of one of these, it's a Dolly. I mean, she, she did the song, the music, they used her music, but yep. it just fit the mood of the, of the, um, of the movie so well. And then they used the, the actual band from Dollywood, the bluegrass band that, that plays in there. They used them two or three times and you saw some shots of them. They use them as kind of like filler in and out of commercials and stuff, but the, the actual, like in the background music and using music as, as part of the film storytelling didn't use it much. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was over the top and jarring, but I feel like we could have want, I, I wanted more. I could have heard more. I mean, even the, the, I mean, they only barely touched on the actual shows that they have at Dollywood for Christmas. I mean, the Smoky Mountain Christmas show and look at, you know, that, that whole ending piece, I thought there'd be a little bit more of the production of the shows at Dollywood. I mean, they just yeah. give a little bitty snippet, like 10 seconds, maybe of one of the big shows that they have. And the shows are really good. Like they, they do a very good job and it's like the same shows every year. And that's the actual people. I mean, I've seen those people do the show. I think that year that we, we went, um, mm-hmm. cause we went two years ago at Christmas and saw the, the the actual people that are in the movie oh, doing so the shows cool. there. So, um, so yeah, I mean, those are the actual people, actual shows, and and the shows there, the Christmas shows, they are really good. They do a very good job of them. All right, next, if you just believe, do you believe the story could happen in real life? Yes, no, maybe. What's your thoughts? I'm gonna go with maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the premise of it was not out of the world, out of, you know, out of left field. All right. Now there are some yeah. unbelievable parts of it. Like the fact that they're six days away from their 30th anniversary thing and they have nobody to run the party or whatever, yeah. or to, you know, no, no party planner. And it's six days away from your 30th anniversary. Ooh. I was like, ay, 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 what, what are you doing? <laughs> that, that part was not believable. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, there, the Dolly, the Dollywood geography that they reference and they use and they talk about in there, that bothered me. That, there was what, the believability was of. Okay, so she's on the main drag and she steps into a reception tent or whatever, you know, and that's yep. the, when they're talking about. Oh, you should have high top tables here, and these centerpieces need some work and all that. Yep. And I'm like, yep. girl, there ain't nowhere to put that. That that ain't <laughs> on the main drag. Like, you can't have that tent there. It's not there. Sorry. And, yeah. and you don't see her enter the tent from the main. You see her walk off screen. And then the next shot is from inside the tent. And she walks into the tent. 
It's like mm-hmm. if that does exist, if that was at Dollywood, that was way over in a different part of the park because no, mm. not going to happen. Um, one of the things that really bothered me was him driving a golf cart through and just like parking it in the middle of the road and in the park while it's open. Like, yep. A, who does that? And B, no way. That wouldn't be happening. Um, <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, also, the Dollywood offices. Now, those may have been the Dollywood offices, the actual offices for the Hershen Family Entertainment that it owns Dollywood. I don't mm-hmm. think it was. It probably was not. But if it is, they ain't near the park. So you don't just like oh. walk out of the park into the because like there's nothing. There's no office buildings around the park. I mean, right, nothing even right. close to that. Like th- there's mm-hmm. not that doesn't exist. So right. that bothered me. And then the 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 I think the biggest thing that was the least believable was let's follow the parade from Show Street to Glacier Ridge. All right, Lydia, yes. you hadn't been to Dollywood in a while. Nope. No, that ain't going to be fun. Number one, and that is a hall, and you wouldn't be taking that parade up that hill either. That oh, is a no. steep, steep hill all the way through, and it's really windy and everything. They've tried to straighten oh. it out a little bit because it's so hilly. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen. You ain't doing oh, that. Dear. Um, it, it's that is that is a twenty minute walk at best. Oh my god, um, that's longer than the film. I know. Yeah. So like it. That whole premise of we'll just go from here to this other part of the park that is literally kind of on the other side of the park. I mean, it's oh geez, it's not it's not close. I mean, it would have been a lot more believable had they gone to, but but that tree is where they're saying it is. It is in Glacier Ridge. Oh, the problem is okay. it's not just like you know Hop, you're familiar with Disney Disneyland or Disney World is probably a little bit more familiar to people. Yep. It'd be like saying you're in Tomorrowland and going, all right, let's take this parade and follow it to splash mountain i mean it's like you're like we're going where <laughs> holy cow all right yes oh man so, have you ever been there when dolly is there at dolly i have not all right so we went two years ago this is pre-covid yeah. and um in 19 and we went and we were there for what they have as a season ticket holder day the first day of the season that they open in march on friday so uh-huh. we went over uh-huh. got over there we went on friday and we got in in the afternoon on Friday. Um, so it was like, we got there like three o'clock because we left here and went, checked into our place, went to the thing and it was open for like three to six. So we only had a few hours there. She was mm-hmm. there that day, earlier in the day, like to open up the season, open oh, up the park. And yeah, then yeah. the next day she was supposed to do, and we went on the next day on the Saturday, which is like the first big opening day. And she was supposed to be in the parade that afternoon. They had said that she was going to be there. And she wound up not being able to, so she wasn't Aww. there. Um, yeah. So we've never been there when she's actually there. But I mean, she doesn't. Yeah. I don't think she really hits the park that much. But no. whenever she does, it's kind of a big deal, and like people freak oh, out. Oh, it's so, huge! Yeah. So yeah. when I was a kid, she was there for a promo shoot or something on the train. They were doing pictures yeah. of her on the train, so we got a glimpse of her. Um, but there was, I mean, she had her people, and there was all the other folks that are just trying to get a yeah. glimpse of her. Like it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. When I know more people park. that have run into her in Nashville, like out shopping at a boutique. <laughs> than I believe that people that have seen her at the Dolly at Dollywood. Like, yes, I, I believe I, it. The, just six months ago, I had a Amy Thompson, our friend. She sends me a text, and one of her friends is in a shop in Mount Juliet, and there's Dolly. It's like holy cow! <laughs> Second out. This is just a like this is where they live, and it's not that big of a deal. 
but then I want, I don't know if you've ever seen like Taylor Swift out and about, um, just like going to witch, witch, like I've heard that she's just witch. hanging out downtown wish, or wish, whatever. No, <laughs> you know, you but know I'm like, fandom. it's just, it's funny to see just like random people out and about that are, you know, like famous or pretty well known yeah. and be like, Oh, this is yeah. just a normal thing in Nashville to see. Yeah. Well, the other day I went Remember. to lunch with Chris Martin. We're a mm-hmm. mutual friend of ours. Went to lunch and Chris Renzema, guitar player, singer, songwriter. I don't know if you know him. I saw him in concert like a month ago, but this is like two weeks ago. I see him. He's sitting in Honest Coffee over on Charlotte Avenue, just sitting there. And we're walking by going to lunch <laughs> at, at Five Points next door. And I'm like, well, yep. here's Chris Renzema. You know, I've seen three before <laughs> a little big town in town. So, you know, yep. I mean, just yep. it's Nashville. You see people all the time. It's kind of normal. Another thing I thought was not as believable, hiring the assistant manager without hiring the general manager first and having him, letting him have input on it. Like, and, and also for a professional environment, there was a whole lot of on the job flirtation. And yeah. I mean, I'm like, mm, I, you know, it just, that was a little, that was a little much, you know? Yeah. The well, office and so quickly they had known each know. other for I mean, like what? Two days a day. Well, they were like flirting right out the gate. I mean, it was like hit yeah. the gas and they never really did address <laughs> what the deal was with her husband. Like, did he die? Was he gone? Like, I never did get that. Like they never did tie yeah. that knot up. And then there was yeah. another piece at the end, you know, that comes back at the end, like one year later and she's got oh, a ring yeah. on, he doesn't. So apparently they're engaged and it's just like, y'all never really yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Well, so, speaking of there was a lot Dolly. Of chooses her book for the imagination library yeah and i well, was like hey, here's a neat thing though did you whoa. notice when they first went in the bookstore mm-hmm. her book is on the shelf in the bookstore like danica oh. mckellar's real book so danica i, I mean notice. has written she's written a children's book called good night numbers oh. and when they go when they first she, that first scene where they go into the bookstore it yep. starts and she's it's like there's danica mckellar's book and it says danica mckellar and he even picks uh-huh. it up and he's flipping through it or whatever. And it's her book. So uh-huh. she is a children's author. And so the part is kind of written, I, I think, for her. But that was kind of neat. And and the yeah. Imagination Library, by the way, I mean, I think that's maybe the best part of the whole thing is talking about yes. that. That's one of Dolly's, I think, greatest contributions that a lot of people know about. But I, I think a lot of people don't. But I, in, you know, kind of in the folklore of Dolly, that's going to go down as one of her greatest contributions. Um in the imagination library i'll put a link in the show notes for people to look it up and see if it's um offered in their areas because it is such a blessing and it's really cool to have the kids they get books until they're five years old which is really cool our next segment thanks to lizette is bad santa something if it happened in real life that would throw you over the edge okay um well i mean i've kind of covered a lot of the the dollywood geography being the main part um yes but I think maybe the uh, the real life part would be how a street in British Columbia became a street in Pigeon Forge. So the the bar scene when they're walking on the the street and everything that's from British Columbia because you can like see the oh. signs of the restaurants or whatever. You can just Google yeah. that and it's they shot it in Vancouver. So oh. and, and I was like, come on, guys, that's. <laughs> Like it'd be weird to have because a couple of them was like this sushi restaurant. Like there ain't no good sushi yeah. restaurants in Pigeon Forge. Trust me. Um, <laughs> right. 
Gatlinburg, <laughs> man, don't bring that here. Nope. So nope. yeah, some of those things, uh, I think the, the in real life part, you know, where she's just kind of, I think the end scene with Dolly, that's the part where I was just like, that's the most eye rolly scene in the whole movie where she yes. winds up on stage and can't get a hold of him. And she's like, well, maybe I can get a better connection. Which is <laughs> terrible. Yes. Okay. Yes. I wanted more Dolly. I mean, I know she's playing herself, but could she like come in and give us a side winker? be a part of the whole movie why do we just get her at the end that's so sad i've watched 51 movies so far and i've got 70 to go (laughs) the number of movies that make yule logs is astounding but i myself if i made a yule log i think luke's yule log was way better than i could even do It looked like well, what garbage. was funny is like the little her daughter, you know, like the little nine year old daughter is like roasting <laughs> him about it, too. That was the greatest part. Yes. Yes. So and I was like, that doesn't look too bad. Give him a break. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And, and then the whole snowball fight scene, that was just like eye rolly. Well, the, they named that snow woman Beth. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I did appreciate that. To have this episode yeah. with jonathan his wife's name is beth <laughs> there you go that was perfect perfect and it was like who names perfect. a snowman beth i mean like come on <laughs> a little that weird. was a little weird come on. yeah well and how we got there i understood the literature thing and all that kind of stuff but i was like if you gotta explain it this much maybe go with a different name yeah well but i did think that the probably one of the most believable things was she was wanting to be an actor you know, I know this isn't this isn't the unbelievable part. This is actually the believable part. Well, yep. I mean, I'm not an actor. She wanted to be an uh, an author. Um, yeah, yeah. Apologize for that. She wanted to be an author, and she kept getting rejected. And then she gets this big breakthrough with Dolly Parton backing her, and all of a sudden now she's published. That's probably yes. the most believable part of the whole movie, because that's Definitely. exactly what happens. You get rejected, 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 and then all of a sudden somebody knows somebody who knows somebody, and boop, now you're published. So exactly, exactly. That that really that was real. Okay, last thing. Who doesn't want a funnel cake station at their party? Like, let's go. Like Dollywood yes. funnel cakes, they're they're glorious. Um, and I, so I was like, you know what? That 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 redeemed it for me because yeah. <laughs> Give me a Dollywood funnel cake station. And that that menu yes. actually, the guy that's like, hey, let's let our chef be creative. And he like comes back with this menu. I'm like, I've never seen anything that good at Dollywood because usually it's just corn dogs, pizza, and um you know, you know, like a, a Polish sausage and some stuff or whatever. But the, the food at Dollywood, yeah. I will say this, the food at Dollywood has gotten better over the last okay. five years or so. They, they've done a lot more international food fairs and th- seasonal food things. So they've done a lot better. Yes. The Hershen Family Entertainment, who owns it and owns Silver Dollar City, they've really done a lot to bring the food quality up and uh, the variety and, and stuff. They've just got to work on some gluten-free options because... I'm married uh, to a woman that can't eat anything whenever she goes to the park. Oh so, man. That's the only issue. All right. So All right. overall score, five golden rings being the best grandma got rain over by a reindeer being the worst. How are you going to rate this film, Jonathan? Four calling birds. Oh, tell me why. Well, it just, it's, it's actually a decent movie. I know we've, we've kind of yacked about it, but, and all the problems, but it's, it's actually a fun watch. It's not overly eye rolly. Um, the acting is solid. The girl, the little girl is kind of times, but I mean, she's nine. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? You know, it's not Dakota Fanning or anything, 
Um, love, love that girl. But she, uh, you know, it, it's solid. I, I think for a for a Hallmark Christmas movie, it's one of the better ones. Um, and it, it does have, you know, a believable plot to it. It doesn't have anything that's just overtly crazy in it. Um, you know, they, we, we've mentioned the eye rolling moments, but it's not, there's not too many of those. And uh -huh. it just kind of works as just a, a mindless movie, I guess. I don't know, which is kind of what you go for, I think, with Hallmark. So, yes, yes. And the, the lady, the, the to... flight attendant on the plane the other night enjoyed me watching it too. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> what did she say? So I'm flying home from Dallas and I'm watching this movie on the plane. And she's like, how are you getting the Hallmark channel up here? Because she saw it, you know, she saw me watching it. She knew. Because I was on Southwest and they've only got like eight channels, you know. And she's like, what are you watching? How are you watching? So I got downloaded. I've got a podcast that I've got to I got to do. And she's like, oh, that's great. Gotta I love those. It. I watch them all the time. So we, I watch them in the hotel whenever we land and everything. And I'm just like, okay. Aww. She was fired up, man. She was like somebody to talk Hallmark movies with. Funny. <laughs> that's great. That's so great. Not only do I watch Hallmark movies, I watch them in public. Oh, wow. That's a new level. Yes. So, I'm gonna go so two turtle doves. Yeah, I, oh. I need more Dolly. Ooh. Two turtle doves. Yeah, I wish they would have given more but, to Dolly. But the problem was Dolly was the worst part. I know. I want more good Dolly. Can we give good things to Dolly? Can we make That's it was awesome. starring Dolly Parton like she was one of the names? Give me more. That's what I want. It had Winnie Cooper though. That's true. That's so. true, but she wasn't a tree doctor this time, so. Eh. No, yeah, that's true. She's a party planner. Yeah, so. party planner from New York City. <laughs> Always from New yes, York City. Big city. Always from New York. New York is going to be like <laughs> empty with people. They're all leaving to go to small towns across America. There are no women left in New York, by the way. So no single so women. No single women in New York. Yes. They're all gone to small towns. <laughs> Uh, any parting words anything else to say jonathan as we wrap up no no not really um it, it just you know i this is one of my you know i there are four or five dollar you know hallmark movies that i can sit down and like actually discuss because i've watched them intently and this is one of them so that that's that's good you know i i just they're usually on in the background best got them on or something so this yep, one and maybe yep. the the time traveling guy from like the 1900s that the clock you know what i'm talking about yeah i can't remember the name of that one what's the name of that one is it but, time um, traveling christmas or something maybe maybe i don't know something Where like the girl's that. the yeah. docent and he's at like the the old house runner that's a fantastic yep. one that that's probably yep. my if i have a favorite that would be my favorite i mean this is kind of right behind it yes so. Yeah. Yes. Good one. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much. This has been an absolute blast. And friends, uh, yeah, there's no place like Hallmark for the holidays. So check us out next week. Bye.